Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome back to One Life Left, a video game radio show on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Three out of three, what a start. Come on, first day back at school. So exciting. How was your your summer? It's pretty good, pretty exciting. You did some exciting things, didn't you? Yes, uh, a few. Did you do anything exciting? Always doing things exciting. Anne? Um, I did so many exciting things, Steve. Okay, so a range of exciting things to discuss over the next hour. Were you nervous about coming back today? You pack, pack, a, pack a new pencil case. I was a little bit. I, I'm worried. I've forgotten. I don't know about you two. I'm worried that I've forgotten how to do radio or <laughs> talk to other people. Wow. That's just like riding a bike, can. Don't fall off. Yeah, exactly. I, I, um, I took a different route to the studio this evening. Yeah. I did. So I slightly. I was right sweaty. I've got yeah. a, very a, a sweaty. Few, few too many buttons undone. Do. Anne, are you okay there? Um, how many buttons? Is that three buttons? Three buttons undone. undone. Wow. Oh, is fat. it a three button um, show? Uh, it could, well, it could. It could let's, let's see where we are by the end of the show, <laughs> shall we? Uh, walked down and I discovered a new Maplins popped into there. Nothing oh, to see. Kind of walking, walk past Hugh Dennis. What? TV's Hugh Dennis. Did you is ask that- him to come on the show? <laughs> I thought about it afterwards. <laughs> My first thought was, God, he looks worried. Taller than I, th- taller than I imagined. Yeah. I'm worried, yeah. No, but he, he goes that way, so he's made, probably uh, just come out of Maplins. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, did you did you get here okay? Yeah, I did actually. I got here very well. I've been sitting in a coffee shop beforehand, so I think I've had a little bit too much caffeine. Buzzing. I am buzzing <laughs> for the start of the season and, you know, coffee. Uh, you did another radio show, I noticed, Steve, during mm. the break, didn't I you? Did. I did. Mm. This, I thought this was keeping it up. I thought this was going to come up in any other business at the end. Okay. I thought it was the disciplinary matter. Right, okay. Uh, I did a show called Roguelike Radio. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not it's not radio. Okay, it's, it's a podcast. Okay, it's fine. Contractually, yeah. that's okay. That seems to be okay. Um, it was it was a Skype uh, Skype session with Dan Cook, the man who made Road Not Taken. So that was. That was Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, yes. I Did you miss us, super us guys? So much. I missed you guys, but we're back. I did uh, checkpoints. Which um, I know hasn't been broadcast yet. So <laughs> maybe it's like that time with that, that, that uh, Road Rash review in Games Master where they completely dubbed me back out. Oh, so. you know, that happened with, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this, that happened with The Escapist and me. Did it? it six, six years ago ago, they said, oh, can we do an interview with you? Right. And they talked to me, <laughs> talked to me for about an hour and a half. That's really interesting. Fact. <laughs> yeah. They said, nothing happened. Maybe they're saving that for when you're truly successful. Or maybe they accidentally deleted the file, didn't want didn't mm. to embarrassingly Doesn't get better than up. that. Maybe. Uh, it doesn't get better than this, though. It's fortunately not just us back in the studio. Uh, we're joined by a returning guest, Hannah Flynn. Hello. Hello. From Fail Better. Welcome back. Can't stay away. Thank you for coming. Lovely to Hannah, be here. Hannah, how many times have you been on the show now? I make this four or five. That's Biffle numbers. 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 numbers you're getting numbers. up there. Uh, <laughs> it was either going to be you this week or Robin Ince. Oh. 
That's true. Did I beat him to the punch, or did he just not punch at all? Can't say. Well, Warwick says that you're here, and he's not. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> okay. So. No matter how sweaty you are. Thank you. In. We are sweaty. Hands not sweaty state, means D-I-N yeah. is warm uh, here. When we're broadcasting, uh, how do we start the show, Anne? Usually, and hopefully, we're going to start it with some news. on Monday the 5th of September. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Indie parody No Mario Sky is no Morio. After a week online, the No Man's Sky and Mario mashup has been brought down by Nintendo's lawyers because Mario is not down for copyright infringement. But no sooner had we said No Man's Goodbye did developer ASMB Games stick up a replacement, DMCA Sky. Fully titled Digital Millennium Copyright Act Sky, the game features Princess Mango and some crazy mumbas. Bet the lawyers are going to be super happy with that. That's really good. I mean, what a solid return. Spot on the shingle as well. Nailed Maybe it. that's all you needed was some, was, was, uh, some, some time off. Yeah. That's good. I was, um, I was thinking as I was walking to the shoot, like, yeah, what, what did anything happen while we were off? <laughs> <laughs> and then again, then of course there was yes. No Man's Sky, wasn't there? Yes, mm. there was. Uh, I didn't play No Mario Sky. It looked good. It did look quite fun. Didn't didn't it? Like, yeah. I watched a YouTube video. Okay, a, 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 a let's play of right. No Mario Sky. Well, actually, of um, the DMCA one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks good. It's a quite a nice idea. You sort of go to planets, jump on the heads of Goombas, and then when you reach the exit, it says, sorry, but your princess is on another planet, and then you head off right. somewhere else. You can steer a ship there. It's kind of cute. I wish I thought of it. Um, I'm not surprised Nintendo didn't let it... I know, think everyone was counting down the, the days mm. until it got taken down. And it hasn't it lost anything by the by the reinvention. I mean, at least in terms of gameplay, it's it's probably gained something because um, it's its own world now. Well, you sort of think they probably made uh, made that one almost immediately as soon as they'd finished making the other one because they knew. Mm. Well, just and we'll get that one out quickly, and everyone will actually play that one, uh, and that'll be the thing that sort of lasts after this. Was it made by uh, someone or anyone with a pedigree, or is this a, a new group of people? Don't know. Parodying video games. The only thing I thought they did wrong was um, they should have said that uh, they should have um, promoted the fact that it was coming with with some visuals that didn't actually resemble the game itself. <laughs> I thought that was that was that was, that was a little joke. Uh, I, I, I've, I've been finding it funny with um, because we had uh, No Man's Sky came out and then there was all this debate. I think we had a couple of new stories about this about the multiplayer mm-hmm. and not and then uh, I can't remember what day it came out and then. Um, all the magazines go, oh, well, it's out now. Uh, and then they're, uh, sorry, web magazines. How old-fashioned of me. <laughs> well, um, although it was, it was on the wire, we're on the wireless. Uh, they were talking about how um, there were lots of comments about people getting a, a different game to um, what they expected. And then there's this whole discussion about the method of hype and all of that sort of stuff. And all of these outlets that built it up all the mm. way through are still using the mocked-up visuals from the original trailer. <laughs> yeah, like, they all story. are. They all are. Because they've all got the press kit and the press kit yeah. directory and they open up that stuff. It makes, it, you know, it makes Old sense. Old stuff lives forever on it's, the internet. Right. We have pre-alpha Sunless Sea stuff that people still use. Right. You can't do anything about it. No. And if you're external, how are you going to know what's the you true DCMA grit? them. <laughs> Battlefield 1's open beta has got off to a bad start. Massive server troubles have left players frustrated, angry and sarcastic. Many players were unable to play online after EA's servers were attacked by hackers. EA apologised for the situation which took out the servers on the first day of the beta, but it looks like they've fixed the problem now. You can't help but wonder, what if the real Battlefield was inside the servers all along? Mm. Simon, have you played this? I haven't, unfortunately. I've been away since the... Uh, I've been busy since the beta came out. I'm looking forward to it. I don't, would I get angry about something that someone's giving me for free? Ah, <laughs> oh, furious! How Can't dare play they? this. Uh, it looks good, though. I, I've been watching some videos, actually, Steve. You appear to have got into YouTube since uh, <laughs> since yeah. the last series. I've been watching videos of people playing it. Yeah, it looks right. great. Yeah. <laughs> Four people stood on a horse. It looked really funny. <laughs> I saw one interesting uh, video which someone had made which uh, where they showed... 
that the weather system uh, in the game is actually served locally rather than on the server. So they were showing how their friend and uh, them had completely different weather conditions and the same thing, which, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think would have an impact on the game, but it does because some of this is dust storms which right. reduce visibility. Uh, it's hard to know whether that's just a, a thing they've hacked in for the, for the beta for the first test. I'm sure it's something they'll address because if you're going to be a serious competition game, yeah. you can't have things like that going on. They've... Um I noticed little tweaks like that in uh, Battlefront because obviously my boy, who's eight now, he turned eight uh, over the summer. Congratulations. Um, thanks very much. Uh, I've just been hanging around. <laughs> he's been doing all the hard work. Um, now, he's eight. I'm sorry, I, I mentioned his name because uh, what he does is annoying. Uh, he starts off each um, map and then he just shoots his mates. Now, he sees them. Oh, sorry, I say shoots his mates. He, he shoots the people who are set on, if he's playing on the Imperials, he shoots the other stormtroopers. And they react in his game. And I'm thinking, oh, God, that must be really annoying. But I don't, friendly fire is not affecting you. So mm. he looks like, you know, he's having a good time. And they're like, yeah, stop being stupid. But <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can imagine, yeah, that sort of individual side stuff. I don't know. They're, they are clever, though, aren't they? Dice. <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about children. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> Dexter's um, Dex uh, finally started playing uh, GTA Five. Okay. Yeah. Round oh, no, don't because we've got a GTA Five story. Okay, then we'll chat about that. Right. <laughs> Virgin Media is targeting online gamers and streamers with a top-tier broadband package for an extra five a month. On top of its Vivid Two Hundred package, you can get the quote boss-level mode broadband. The additional perk Vivid 200 Gamer will give you is 200 megabyte upload speed. We can't wait for what will definitely be their next pack package, the Vivid 200 Retro Gamer. All the great upload speeds with the adorable dial-up soundtrack. Hey, oh, good. Good. Three out of three. We'll, we'll all be getting this. Will we? have, you, have you started broadcasting yet, Steve? Uh, no, I haven't. I did, I did earlier today when I was on Facebook. I saw the go live now uh, button and I thought maybe I should. It's, it's, go, uh, it's, it's go live. It's telling you to get off Facebook. Let's just go, go somewhere else. But I thought, no, no one wants to see see me. So, right. so yeah, I, I mean, again, we should be on YouTube. Marioki should be on YouTube somehow. Should work out how to do that. But I think we're not the we're not the right demographic. Are no, we? I mean, mm. Anna, you were saying that you're off to uh, somewhere where there's going to be a lot of streamers. TwitchCon. TwitchCon. Yeah. Did you see me sort of dial back there? I wasn't sure if that was confidential or not. No, or no, we're going. It's okay. out. Yeah, yeah. We've got a booth, a tiny tiny one so it's important that all these guys are paying virgin top tier isn't it top whack yeah for some what was the package called uh vivid 200 gamer plus mm, like the super boss level super boss level super boss oh. level oh mm. yeah marketing person in me sort of rolls <laughs> over and dies when people use game language <laughs> like mm. that yes everyone should get it of course more internet better do you think i mean i've got virgin uh, other internet uh, providers are available i, I think I, I don't need any more internet do i why would i need to pay this super boss level well if you're streaming like which do i'm you, not do you stream loads <laughs> i don't but uh you know we, we have been known to stream from our household yeah has your dad got a youtube channel he does. I, 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 again, I dialed back there because this, this could become the Dexter show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now he uploads. Uh, yeah, fine. And he doesn't have any trouble with his, uh, with his upload speeds. No, exactly. <laughs> he hasn't got anybody watching. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. Lindsay Lohan isn't in Grand Theft Auto V. It's been two years since the star launched a lawsuit against Rockstar, accusing the developer of using her likeness for one of the characters in the game. Lohan's lawyers argued that the character of Lacey Jonas had a lot of similar physical attributes and characteristics as the actor. In the US, video games are offered the same First Amendment protection as books, plays and movies. So the court ruled that because the game didn't use her name, portrait or picture, the complaint wouldn't stand. Trust us, Lindsay, it takes a lot more than that to get yourself in a game. Mm. Uh, this was always going to be thrown out, wasn't it? It seemed like it to me. What's your understanding of these sort of laws before we go any further? Uh, See, it does look like her, it doesn't does it? <laughs> We're allowed to say that. <laughs> but it's not her. It's not Importantly, her. It, it, just, it just looks like someone who right. might look like her. Okay. It looks like a cartoon of a, you know, blonde Hollywood it girl to me. And, and she just so happened to once have been... And she was, yeah, she was, you know, they showed photographs of her in similar poses and stuff, but it's... Uh, the, it is a something amendment. Which one? First. Second first. is that guns. First. Second amendment. <laughs> What's the third? You can't shoot Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I told oh, you before. It's a something. First amendment right that you're allowed to parody, right? Or, or is that? I yeah, and know. also because it's, it's a, not my a, country. Because the game is uh, fictitious, you yeah, can, right. you know, it's not. 
It's not real. They're not using her. They're not putting actual her into this it. This is why I'm I'm told that we should start Marioki in America because it's fine there. We can make fun of everything. A Marioki. Marioki. Whereas here, <laughs> here it might be a problem. Um, right. Because but, but that doesn't stop don't us. mention that on the radio then. <laughs> <laughs> Country of Weird Al Yankovic, you know. Okay. That's, right, yeah. that's what we do. That doesn't rhyme with anything. <laughs> Finally, with only uh, 111 sleeps till Christmas, now is the time to get your Christmas jumper game in order. This year, Merchroid is offering Zelda fans a festive Legend of Zelda jumper to make up for Nintendo delaying the game until March 2017. The jumper will cost you £40, which is about the same as the game. The game, not the jumper, will be out on Wii U and the NX. Speaking of which, while we were away, Nintendo announced that the NX will be out in March next year. Thought you could get that past us when we were away, did you, Nintendo? Nothing gets past us. Nothing. 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 Christmas stories. Yep. Already. Summer's over, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Winter's drawing in. Put the duvet back on the bed the other day. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We did as well. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe while we're also sweating. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, uh, four or five years ago, there weren't any gaming Christmas jumpers, were they? No, no you can't. All the rage. Yeah, you can't get away from them. They're good, but you want to be the one that everyone wants to get. Everyone had the PlayStation one a we couple did, of years, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. What do we think the big Christmas game is going to be this year? Mm. Pixelgram. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the uh, it's going to be the Sony VR stuff, isn't it? That's what they're hoping. October the thirteenth. Mm. Yeah, mine arrives October the fourteenth. I've got a delivery okay. update. Be in the canal by October fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. I'm very excited are about you? it. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. What games are coming out with it? Well, let me tell you, Anne. Um, what they've done is they've... Uh, so their demos that they were showing um, at events, they've put that into... I think it's called VR World. So okay. you'll be able to uh, do the Luge demo, the Underwater demo, yeah. the London Heist, uh, that sort of thing. They're all together, and they're going to be adding more and more content. Of course, us Battlefront owners are going to get the X-Wing mission for free. Oh. I know. Some people saw it at Gamescom and said it's the greatest thing ever created in gaming. Really? Sorry, I'm just looking up how much it costs. Uh, well, that, well, ba- ba- it's, that's going to be free if you own Battlefront, which, which I believe you do. How much PlayStation VR? 299 uh, plus a camera that they don't mention and then a couple of move controllers, <laughs> ideally. <laughs> I've got those, though, because I, I had an eye toy hammer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get them over. <laughs> I'm not a mug. <laughs> I mean, it'd be the, that and the Wonder Book. I'd say I'm laughing. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left of video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left and Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, while you were away, while this song, which is Jar by Bucket Boys from chipmusic.org, while this was on, we were in heated debate, weren't we? We were. We were. About computer decals, basically. Um, is that what they're called? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good name. Thanks. <laughs> um, this is song one of four, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> it's optimistic. I have to turn this one down now. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to need more than four. How many features we got tonight? Zero. Hey! <laughs> Zero. All chat, all the time. We have no, uh, for the first time in ages, we have no local news, uh, and that is entirely our fault for not telling... Told in this morning. ...Sega Badawi that we are uh, <laughs> we are coming back, so sorry about that. Mr. Badawi. We're back. We're back, so that's good. Um, 
yeah, uh, decals. Anne's got Snow White decal. She does. Yeah. On her Mac. She does. I've got a cricket ball on mine. Okay. What have you got on yours? Uh, just a couple of scratches. <laughs> right. I, I do. Does that symbolise anything? It's like... <laughs> No, I've thought about it. i thought about it. I don't know. I don't know. You don't like, you don't like that people, art stuff, do I'm you? I'm one of these people that always thinks that they're going to get sell, like, oh, I'm going to sell my surface when of I... Of course you're no, not. No, I'll drop it. You're going to drop it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason this is relevant and to do with dropping is we uh, dropped the One Life Left laptop some time ago oh, on the stage yeah. during Marioki. Yeah. Uh, having already poured a uh, vodka and tonic into it, don't just, know who did that. Just to see what happens. Turns out, Team at One Life Left, like vodka and tonic, uh, Team yeah. at One Life Left laptop... Yeah, so, not it so doesn't much. go down well. So we've got to get a new laptop, and that laptop will be we'll be getting that sometime in the next week or so. And we're gonna have to put stickers on it. Yeah. Because that's what cool kids mm. do. Yeah. So if you have any recommendations or any stickers. Do send us your stickers. Send us put stickers. Put them in the post. Yeah, we'll put them on there. To Team at one month. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we know. <laughs> and then we'll invoice you for £50 a month sponsorship. Oh, that's, that's a good idea, actually. That's good, isn't it? Because yeah. our laptop gets seen across the world. We won't do that if you're cool. <laughs> but, if, but if you're not, okay. then we'll invoice you. I guess, that's one, I guess that's one way of finding out, isn't it? <laughs> God, how disappointing. It's a service. I thought it's a I was service. cool, but they invoiced me. <sighs> we are One Life Left. Uh, this is Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. Hannah, what are you doing for the next 40 minutes? We've <laughs> <laughs> got three songs left. <laughs> Holding like, forth. Thank you for coming back on. It's good Thanks to see you. Thanks for having me. What's been going on at Fail Better? I was just thinking loads, loads. That's why you're here, because yeah. you have to come back in October, aren't you? Well, yeah, if you'll have me again. No, um, we've just done so much since we last saw you at um, GDC in uh, Chris's bedroom. Of course. Of course. Uh, um. oh. <laughs> Risque. Um, yeah, we, uh, most recently we just uh, launched Fallen London for Android. Finally. Finally, as everyone said. Finally. It's doing um, well, though, isn't it? I was looking at the installs on uh, yeah, Google Yeah, Play. and loads of really great reviews, and um, it's in, it's really quite healthy and in a good shape. Um, it's the same kind of app that we made for iOS, but we just changed it for Android, so it's already in really good shape, which is great. Yeah, just just briefly tell us about Fallen London for those that were, weren't, haven't heard you before. Yes, Fallen London is... Uh, and, was and for the fact we've got 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well... More importantly, seven London originated seven years ago as a browser game. It is an online text adventure um, with uh, a million and a half words of stories in it. It's kind of dark, Victorian, gothic-y, funny, um, very British, very um, tongue-in-cheek uh, look at what would happen if London were to be stolen by bats and dragged a mile below the ground. We've all wondered. Yeah. Well, now you know. Oh, yeah. 1.5 million words later, you know. Okay. Um, and it's like much love kind of cult thing, which is wonderful. And we have players all over the world. We actually had people get um, move to a different country and get engaged because of Fallen London, which wow. was really nice that happened this year. Um, which is like makes my little communications heart so happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so something I wanted to tell you guys. Last week I told everyone about Fallen London Android. Yeah. And when you send an email to 300,000 people, there are going to be a percentage of, of uh, nutty responses, one of which was the offer to gut me in a dark alley with a boning oh, knife. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. a boning knife. Specific. Which is not a knife that you would use for gutting, it's for boning. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Because and it's released on Android? Yeah. Wow. I said, you know, um, my, my colleague put it together, oh, um, you know, you should download this on Android, just the usual puff. I think I'd rather gut you in a dark alley with a boning knife because you're into that sort of thing, it said. Which is like the fourth nutty email that I've had in almost two years here. So I think my, my averages are actually okay. Uh, how, do, how do you do? How do you, do you? Obviously, you don't respond to that, do you? Uh, um, no. Well, you say, you I, ban hope, them. I hope you weren't very fond of your fallen London character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, that person had quite an early fallen London character. I quite wanted to like go for someone, <laughs> delete his character and have it be like years of progress and right. be like, don't you mess with my team no that just happens sometimes I've had people ask to see my feet um, <laughs> you know like no they've Crikey. got good shoes on got yeah. like interesting Dr. Martins on but right. yeah so that's something that happened to me since last I saw you Blimey! Weird. I was going to ask what the reaction had been like between if, <laughs> if, 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 if there was a difference between the iOS and the Android <laughs> consumers. But I don't think I'm going to. Then the iOS announcement. There were more rude ones. Most of the responses you get to a mass email that are rude are just like a couple of swear words because people can't find the unsubscribe button and they're just annoyed in that mm. moment and they're like, eh, send something rude back. But this person like wrote like two sentences. They really thought about it. Weird. 
Why would you? What are we going to do about this? I don't know. I, I thought to myself, should I stop sending out emails under my name and my colleague Haley's name? Because the two women in comms that fell back, both women. Right. I thought, should we use a man's name? But then I was like, it's my job. Yeah. Like, mm. this is my life. I'm, also, I'm gonna... if you feed into it, if you start um, making everything male, then that's what people will continue yeah. to expect. and making and... accommodations for yeah. in the face of, like, sort of pathetic nonsense. Did you look into this this person's online footprint in any, any, any detail? I did a little detail? Googling. Nothing. Nothing? No. But most of the time, it's, it's people who don't really have... They don't perhaps have much of a connection to how internet life or online life works, maybe... Because why would you do that if you had an idea? Yeah. Do you think that this is a people who play video games problem or a people problem? I think it's a people enabled by the internet problem. Mm. Typically, fallen London players are just the sweetest and most wonderful people. Partially because it's a massive reading comprehension test, so you have to be <laughs> like you have to care enough about yeah. the written word, and a certain type of person cares that much. We don't often get like outright nasty stuff. We've had someone go and look. Um, one of my colleagues replied to a ticket and he went and looked up her Facebook page and then made a comment about what she was wearing in her profile picture back to her. Um, he said, this might be creepy, so... And I said, I said in, my, in an email with all of my communications director, Phil Better Games at the bottom, like, Meh, I said, you're right, that was creepy. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do. It's a, it's, it's a complete um, Gabriel's internet theory of whatever it is, if people with enough of oxygen will always be dicks. It's one of those things, isn't it, that you, you really, really hope for your, um, your, your game to be super, super successful. But a consequence of it being successful is that you get some of the crazies. Yeah. Like, because it's inevitable in 300,000 people, when you're emailing 300,000 people, you're going to get some of that back. And of course, each of those crazy responses feels so much more ter- I mean that one's a specific example of terrifying right. yeah. but, but, but you know each piece of criticism or each piece of you know, crazy response feels so much more, it carries so much more weight than the thousands of people who say nice things or even more than that the 299,000 people who are silent and go oh that's great news I'm not going to reply to a mass message to say thank you for that. Because yeah, why would I've you? been talking about this since it happened because I feel like the more you talk about it, the more people are like, "Oh, yeah, that's a creepy thing." Mm. That's a particularly strong example. Like the guy who looked at someone's Facebook picture. Like I talked about that online, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, that that is a creepy thing to do." Like you just, she was just doing her job, being nice, and it doesn't mean that you get to go and look at her private stuff. Like, yeah, so that's something that happened. But you still published regardless. Yes, <laughs> we are online. Good. How's it? And, uh, so it's gone down very well in the in the week it's been out. Yes, it's been super. Part? Yes, Good. hundreds of positive reviews. Excellent, lovely, lovely people playing our game. Always thankful for them. Uh, what happens next? Well, for Fallen London, just clinging on to dear life in a sea of support tickets for a few months. Um, but next for Fail Better is releasing Submarinam, which is the expansion to Summer Sea on the 11th of October for Steam Hummel and Gog. Um, and which is so exciting. Oh my God. Like, I've been playing the beta and it's just nuts. Like, there's so much going on beneath Sunless Sea. Sunless Sea is like an, ex- an extension of Fallen London as a PC game. And then Submariner is you get the ability to turn your ship into a submarine. And the stuff on the surface is like quite pure and nice in comparison with like the terrible business that's going on beneath the sea. I'm so excited to like sit down and play it by myself. I'm not very good at Sunless Sea, but I will I will play it to death. Does that work in the same way as Sunless Sea? Is it still top down but a layer below? Yeah, like we added an entire separate layer to the game, so it's it's quite a big How dare you <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we were promised. I hate layers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a um we used a mixture of like Procgen and hand drawn art to to create an entire second layer so the map becomes twice as big and then there are some places that exist above and below the water some places that only exist below the water and there's new stuff like currents that can move you across the map a bit faster so it kind of it adds more than just addressing these problems but it does address the problem with sunless sea that people found that it was just a bit dull to sail from island to island after a few hours um fair enough so this is like there's always that temptation to dive because there could be a shipwreck or there could be a beastie that would die and give you great loot or whatever so it kind of breaks up I, you, I you, couldn't find any temptation to do anything in Sunless Sea. I found myself <laughs> terrified almost all of the time. And just, in, you know, I, I, I talked to you about how I played, um, I played this game 
a little while ago before I discovered it had guns in it. <laughs> but when I did, I sort of sailed back to my port and I didn't want to go out anymore because it was all too frightening. <laughs> and that's it. My, my characters have had a nice life and they've retired there. Not in the sense that you can actually retire in the game, yeah. but in the sense that... They've just come home. I've just yeah. gone, <laughs> gone home. They're at home, tea kettle is yeah. on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it will be that you're sailing around and you can't. So it's sunless sea as it is. Yeah. And then you can just. Yep. You can pop down wherever mm, there's exciting. a space. Yeah. And some of the cool things that you see above the water, like the Empire of Hands, which is the hands coming out, mm. and the big stone hands, you get to see what they are underneath, which is wicked. The art's amazing. Paul is our only artist, our CEO and art director. Feet. Mm. One guy. He hands above, feet below. Yeah, he doesn't like drawing <laughs> hands very much, but he's had to draw quite a lot of things that he doesn't really like. And he's a bit tired of that top-down perspective. I think <laughs> he's been drawing it for, um, like, five years. But uh, he's, he's a trooper. Yeah. And it's this wicked. Is, this is DLC? It is, yes. So you require the original game? Yes, you do. Okay, and it's out? 11th of October. Um, and we'll obviously do some kind of deal around launch for it. But yeah, we, which which humble were you, were you in recently? You, were you in humble and debundle sixteen? Sixteen. Yeah. So you all of a sudden get a huge influx of pe- influx of people that haven't specifically bought it for that. Has that did that change the community at all? Or did it change the players? Um, there's been a number of shifts in the community since we went to Sunless Sea from Fallen London, most notably, which is the shift to male really strongly over a pretty much 50-50 female-male balance in Fallen London. Right. It's now like 80% male because of the Steam audience. After we did India Bundle, I think a few people, like quite a substantial amount of the people did buy it because Sunless Sea was yep. in the very top tier, so uh-huh. you had to really want it to give that much, um, which was, you know, great a great thing for us, a great position for us to be in. Um, and I think what it brings is people who have no particular concept for the law, so right. a lot of our like core community have been there for seven years and they could tell you everything. Um, and it bring it brings to mind freshly how little you know and understand about our universe when you start <laughs> playing these games. And it is it just is what it, it is, but I hope that a lot of them have stuck around. Great. Uh, thank you very much. I, we, we obviously could talk to you for a lot longer, but uh, we've got some letters and stuff to get through. Um, yeah, do do come back and tell mm. us all how it's going. I shall. Uh, and I hope you don't have to deal with any more of that Any more stuff. nonsense. Yeah. Thank you. Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Saul Cross and Kick. Again, it's from chipmusic.org. Anne is having a little bit of a dance. So, yeah, this is a. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's it feels a little well, bit lift music y in a very good way. <laughs> that's what you like, isn't it? Yeah. You have a Spotify playlist called yeah. Lift, lift music, music, but in a good way. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, you okay, Simon? You seem a bit lost in a. a good, thanks. I'm just. Uh, we've got a very long letter coming up. I'm just uh, reminding myself. Of the key points. <laughs> Have you annotated it? <laughs> I haven't got a pen. Should do, really. Should... Uh, yeah, all good, thanks. Thanks for checking in, Steve. Okay. How are you doing? I'm all right. Okay. Are we ready for this? Ready? Step. Ready. Boom. There we go. It's time for the letters. Listen, team, if this is your first uh, One Life Left... One Life Letters... <laughs> 
This is One Life Letters, and you can email us by emailing team at onelifeleft.com. We do need those letters. Uh, if we don't get them, this section of the show is very, very, very awkward. We just listen to this for ages. And it's, it's fine. Pretty brilliant. It's good. It's good. We don't mind doing Who that. Who wrote this one? Uh, Who wrote this bed? I'm going to find out. I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> was what? it? No, no it, it wasn't. Like Parker. It wasn't no, it's Parker. Not him. It's okay. not him. He wrote my theme. You wrote your question. It's one of two people, and I don't want to get it wrong, so okay. I'm going to look it up. And uh, you've got, while Steve does that, yeah. you read your letter. Hi, team and SSG. Welcome back from your summer holes. I hope you had a great time. I'm currently reading Keith Stewart's very excellent A Boy Made of Blocks. Important side note, OLL hosts are, of course, in the acknowledgement section. Wonderful acknowledgements, Keith. Is, they are really Weren't lovely they? acknowledgements. Really lovely. Did you... Is, is he the first person to come through? <laughs> I think he may be, yeah. Did I see what? <laughs> uh, what um, Kate got written in I hers. Did, of course it did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wrote something similar in mine. What about Kate? about me <laughs> um and it's giving me a hankering to play minecraft uh because a boy made of blocks is about minecraft um i've avoided it thus far because i'm very bad when given infinite possibilities of what to build because that's just too much choice so could you please suggest a building which i should make in my brand new world ideally something pretty and found in london thanks roll ricky I get absolutely paralysed by uh, choice. No. no, I really do. Um, uh, and then you just end up drawing genitalia. Do you? Don't do that. You, there's so much more to life. Different sort of book that I guess. Wasn't I guess it? it is. Yeah. What was the uh, What was the question? I Buildings forgot. in London. Mm, I know loads. Yeah, name some pretty ones. Uh, the Shard. What? The Natural History Museum is the most beautiful building in London, without question. Uh, the uh, Senate House, um, which is a library, mm-hmm. um, is very blocky mm-hmm. and um, was going to be used by the Nazis as their headquarters if right. they had conquered. Was it? Was it? Was it already? So I just pacing up and down. Were yeah. they waiting for them to arrive? Yeah. I tried to build the uh, the Natural History Museum in Lego once, oh, really? but it's huge. It's really big. So I had to stop. I made a Damien Hirst uh, shark thing instead. Mm. It's well, about four bricks. So it was Hannah, have you got any ideas of good buildings? I thought the Cutty Sark, which <gasps> is a ship, but mm, it's also good. on a beautiful cradle of like iridescent mm. glass. Yeah. And it's a challenge because it's a ship. It's just round from our office, so I see it like every day. It's right. gorgeous. So Chris, if you need any sort of uh, tips, email Hannah. She'll yeah. she'll let you know. Hannah, you've got a letter. I do. Hi, team and SSG. I purchased and played through Playdead's latest offering over the weekend. Given how much I loved Limbo, I think I was always predestined to enjoy Inside. However, what I enjoyed most is that it didn't overstay its welcome. I think there's real merit to games that can tell you their entire story and give you their entire arsenal of gameplay tricks in a few hours and then finish. Other games make you rinse and repeat the same formula over and over just to instill some justification of their high price point. Oh! Did I really need to climb up to the top of every tall building in Assassin's Creed to progress the story at all? Don't know if you guys agree or not. Maybe games should come with a grind-free mode rather than an easy mode. Certainly would be useful in my time-limited life. Love the show, Lawrence. Um, I know you've got something to say about this, mm. Steve, but I've got something to say as well. Mm. I love uh, I love these short games that you can play. Let's not kid ourselves and say that you can play inside in one sitting because you can't and if you can maybe you need to drink more water and go to the toilet more frequently because it's not normal to sit down for that long and not get up at all. You can sit down and go to the toilet. <laughs> oh, don't though. Don't do that Steve. Oh, don't be that Game of stereotype. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but I think it's really good. I really like it when uh, like fill a game with all the best bits. Put them all like next to each other and yeah don't make it all about wandering around and grinding Inside is about twice as long as it needs to be and is full of gamey game stuff that make it a much worse experience um, 7 out of 10 Crikey what are you going to cool. review? What is gamey game stuff? Pushing effing crates <laughs> From one side of the it's room really to the... Angry. I really am. Because that game... I think someone once told me that the things that you uh, get angry, angriest about, at least in terms of popular culture, are things that you are close to loving. Mm. And, it, you know, Inside is one of the most... At times, one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. And is, you know, has maybe three moments in it that will stay with me forever. 
but then around that it has about four and a half hours of just traipsing from left to right pushing crates and it's unnecessary it, I mean it is necessary in this video gaming climate I get why they have to pad their game up to that level but to do that and then the stuff that I can't say because Simon hasn't played it I and it's unfair, it. to, unfair to, to, to talk about it without framing it in the context of a spoiler but it, there is yeah I, I thought it was so close to something great and in the end uh, made me exactly as angry as so, Limbo did so do you think that they should have sh- stripped some of that stuff out and made it a shorter mm-hmm. more condensed yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely certain. It should be a game that you could play. It should be a game that you're very, very aware of when it's going to end, because ours is the only medium. It's the only medium where you go into something, you're like, is it about to end? Is it about to end? Oh, now it's over, right? Everything mm. else you go, and you're like, okay, it's a movie, it's two and a half hours, or well, it should be one and a half hours. Um, but So that's one problem with it. Um, and the second problem is I want to be able to sit down and play it and then come away absolutely blown away. And go for a wee. Mm, ideally. How long did it take you to finish it? Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but okay. I'd been playing it for for maybe t- three hours. Okay. Mm, I think it was. I think it was. I about, it's quite a short game. I think it was about four or five for me. I, I can't remember. Okay. Um, I know that, uh, you know, um, relevant to my point there, I I got to a part where um, I basically got to one small puzzle from the end and thought, oh, I can't do this, I'm going to go back and play it tomorrow, and then loaded it up and then just <laughs> literally pushed right on the stick and it went game over. Finished. Yeah. That's what I liked about Until Dawn actually, you had a really good idea of when that was going to mm-hmm. end. Dawn. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I just got it! <laughs> oh my goodness! Spoiler! Right. Wow. Uh, this is a letter I have to uh, see your paraphrase. Um, hello, One Life Lefters. Um, uh, it's Oliver Snyders from Durban, South Africa, who is writing to us to tell us about his new book, A Gamer's Guide to Gaming. Uh, his game about video games, the industry that creates them, and the fans that nurture them. Uh, he goes into quite a lot. I can't read that all out, can I? Yeah, and we've not, I've not had a chance to check it out yet, but um, we will definitely uh, review the book. Um, next week, if we can. I've got a question about that letter. Okay. Do you think he listens? I do think he listens. Do you? Yes. Because I noticed that email came in when someone retweeted One Life Left. Okay. Right, that we're coming back. Mm. Right, Oliver. And I also, no- I also noticed that that letter begins with a joke about One Life Lefters, which isn't really canon in our sort of system. We have a lot of repeated mm-hmm. jokes that you would include if you were, uh, if you were writing to us. Do so you think this is a... Why screw you, Shall Oliver? No, 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 I can't believe I've been played. Unless, of course, Oliver, you email us next week and then we'll give your book 7 out of 10. Um, (laughs) We shouldn't... uh, He says he's exceptionally proud of what he's created. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at uh, Oliver Snyders um, or go to agamersguidetogaming.com and leave some spam about how he spammed us. (laughs) Or... Or not. Or 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 maybe just wrote a lovely, very long... Thanks for listening, Oliver. (laughs) A loyal listener. He's been there since... uh, it's the early days, and he stuck with it. And look at you now, being suspicious. <sighs> Dear team, and any SSGs in the room? See, that is not only that's not only aware of our sort of phrasing, but also aware that we may not be competent enough to get <laughs> a guest yeah. on the show. That's very true. So, Chris Stewart, well done. You're back again. Gone are the days of having to listen to series two and back are the times when Anne isn't scared to talk into the mic. Nope. You've come a long way over the years. I mean, literally, about six inches closer to the mic. So have I, actually. While you were away, I finally defeated the final boss in FTL, Faster Than Light. Brilliant. I've dabbled for nearly four years and finally cracked it. What a feeling. What were your greatest moments of catharsis of finally overcoming the boss or stage that was holding you back for a long time? Thanks and keep up the good work. Love and kisses, Chris. That's brilliant. Well done. I've not done that on FTR. I'd love to be in that position. I've done question. it, but on the easy mode. Does that uh, count? No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, yeah, what a brilliant game. What a brilliant game. I tend to give up when I get to bosses, so I never get that. I know, it's tricky, isn't it? Like, you know, generally, when you get to the final, final boss in a game, a game's story is often so just leaves me you know, completely uninterested that I'm like, okay, I've done all the interesting stuff. I'm not, I don't care about the resolution. I'm looking at you, Zelda. Um, but 
I don't know. I can't think of catharsis. Hannah? Um, Guacamole recently. Oh, that's a tough game, isn't Every it? Every boss. Crikey. It was a throw controller down, come back in yeah. half an hour. And we, I did it with my wife and we came close to divorce mode right. <laughs> multiple times. Wow. Is that a mode in the game? Yeah, it's new game. It's plus, a mode plus. in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the end of Metal Gear Solid 3 when you're... F- I can't say who fighting, but yeah, that, that took me a while. But I stuck with it and did it. And now I'm big boss. Well done. <laughs> I give up so easily. Yeah, it's it's strange, isn't it? I, there, there was talk a while back about games realising that you were having trouble and then... Uh, Helping you out a bit. Help, yeah, giving you a little bit of help, but it doesn't seem to have fully materialised. Uh, I certainly felt that way. I mean, I got towards the... I didn't finish Uncharted 3. Mm. You sort of get to a big bit, bam, 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 there's more. Mm. As you say, Steve, you don't know how long you've got to play for. Is that it? That's it. Uh, thank you for all of your letters over our summer break. Please, please, Uncharted please. Four. What are we talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Please feel free to (laughs) liven up our week by emailing us at team at onelifeleft.com. That is another track from chipmusic.org. It is brilliant. It is uh, Night Ride by Save Me God. I absolutely love it. It is Chip Tune. It's a good selection this week, Steve. Thanks. Talking of Chip Tune. Uh huh. Famous Chip Tune artist Chipsel. Yeah. Soundtracked my game Pixelgram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that on the front cover of the, 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 the Week Kids magazine. Yeah, Kids magazine. We were. A week, bit I mean, the seven that. days as opposed to the poor. So, magazine. Uh, I should talk about this because I haven't had a chance to talk about this. We released yeah. Pixelgrams uh, a couple of weeks or maybe a week after we went on our summer break, right? Um, best time to do it. Best time to do it while, well, none, while none of you lot can ruin it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was weird and scary and really, really exciting as well. And it's gone okay. Has it? Gone okay. Uh, what's your ARPU? Don't know what that means. <laughs> Someone, uh, a friend of mine who, who does that sort of stuff, tried to... Uh, she said, oh, okay, so I can help you out with your ads and stuff. Okay. And then uh, messaged me uh, loads of acronyms that I didn't understand. I asked her to explain them all, and by that time she got a bit bored of helping me, I think. Fair enough. <laughs> she went off, she went, she she went off Facebook you're an idiot. chat. I don't know what your ARPU is, or, uh, your, or your DAO. We had 300,000 downloads. Whoa! That's astonishing! Whoa. So we got featured. Okay, well, uh, look, we can do this. We can do this maths then, can't we? How much money have you made? Uh, we have made... I can talk about it if you want. Oh, yeah, I think you should. Uh, we've made about... Actually, I probably should. Ah, should I talk close. about this? Yes, I'm should. happy. I'm, to- I'm fine talking on, about it. Uh, people it's put this on medium all the time, don't they? Yeah, yeah be transparant. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we've made about... Whoa! Uh, Great monetization. Uh, yeah, it's like... It's, it's, Do uh, it. What's that math? Uh, three bits, probably, yeah. We've made about... 
Wow, okay. Uh, and I think that's pretty good for a game that we didn't expect to do anything. You should explain it's not just... It's, just, it's, it's, it's certainly... Yeah, it's certainly not me. It's yeah. uh, me and two friends. Before who, any robbers listen. One of whom, <laughs> uh, one of whom uh, has, has been in charge of the code, one of them has been in charge of the art, both of which are beautiful. Um, and, yeah, the game's doing, doing really, really well. What's interesting is the split between us getting featured and most of the revenue is coming from iOS, although we're iOS and Android, uh, because we haven't been featured on Android. So we're going to do an update. Okay. A big update. We're going to do a little I update. removed ads on Android. You Thank will have you. seen that. Well, our IAP is very, very small. I think that's about 10% of the revenue. It's less. well worth it. I also watched some, some adverts for, for you as well. Thank you very hints. much. Maybe about, yeah. So, so, so our revenue after Simon is about... <laughs> uh, and... Um, and yeah, we're going to do a little little update next week to include some um, some new levels. Right, it's exciting! Another seventy-two new levels. How many? Kitzel's in space. Seventy-two. Now. Seventy-two. Uh, Brilliant. So, so there were 144 in the thing so oh, far. All right, so, so about half. Yeah, it's half again. And then another update after that, which will be a big update, and then we're going to hopefully. Th- that, the idea of that update is to keep people playing because that's what we found is people have raced Retention. through yeah. raced Retention. through the levels yeah. really fast and so we're hopefully going to give people either a daily puzzle or a way for them to keep playing we don't know which one to choose at the moment is it up to us are you asking us yeah return play daily, daily puzzle, puzzle. Daily exactly. puzzle. Yeah. we're not idiots hmm. daily puzzle daily puzzle, so puzzle. Um, I know it's easy to say that you had, you had no idea about how Genuinely. this would go uh, but but you know sometimes you you, you can dream about things I, where's where, where's it sitting at the moment between so, so going to the moon which is a phrase yeah <laughs> in our, some people in, use in our absolute like you know complete transparency um we had set a goal for the first week of ten thousand uh sorry first month of ten thousand uh downloads if we got ten thousand we'd we'd feel that that had got beyond like our friends 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 and we'd mm. have people we didn't know playing it and that would be great um so yeah to to reach where we are now i think it's about three hundred thousand it's crazy and the weird thing is you, you sort of start thinking oh oh if only we'd got more levels in there if only we got a daily puzzle mechanic in there or maybe we should have done we had you know we were thinking oh if we had an iap pack for people to buy straight away but you can't plan for that you can't if we had sort of spent another six months developing all of those things yeah. and maybe it would never have hit that three hundred thousand because we'd have overthought it and so i'm i'm super happy with it and also that's brilliant and also the the other freedom and the reason i'm i'm sort of free to talk about the numbers and things is because it's not exactly our day job it's just a thing that we're trying to make into a huge thing and so the community has been super nice everyone has been been wonderful and really really kind we've had fan art People have drawn hey, fan art. Mate, no, but the, the ones that I liked the best were the ones made out of what are those little um, yeah, plastic? Yeah, some little beads. Oh, um, yes. hammer beads. Yeah, right. the ones that you put onto the yeah, you know, iron. You know, yes. yeah. Yeah, then, so yeah, it's crazy. Great. Um, it got, has been a good summer, summer, isn't it? And the best thing of all, we've got a board meeting about this. You know, between me and the other two guys, yeah. have a proper board meeting about future direction, about this daily challenge, or oh, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. on Thursday. Okay. At the cricket, because ah. I get to decide where it is. <laughs> so we're going to the Excellent. Oval. We're living going to the Oval. The Genuinely oh. living the dream. Good stuff. Good. Uh, is it time for reviews? I think it is. Do it. Reviews. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Me. I want to go first. Go first. Uh, I've been playing loads of No Man's Sky. <sighs> no Man's Sky. No and Sky. No. No and Sky. Um. Right. I don't think I bought into any of the hype. I knew that it was a big thing, but I didn't read any of uh, Parker's long articles about it. <laughs> so I was going into this like, mm, I'm looking forward to flying around in space a bit. Um, and I've come to some conclusions. Uh, firstly, it is incredibly beautiful. So many of the planets that you land on, uh, you just get this incredible scenery and everything feels special because you've discovered it. Um, and you find really weird plants and really cool animals that you can go and feed and then they become your friend and they show you things, um, which is lovely. Um, so yeah, it is incredibly beautiful and flying through space, just like zooming around and going into warp. Uh, hyperdrive and warping to uh, like black holes and other uh, systems is really really cool it's just a really cool mechanic and it's a really cool thing to do Um, but obviously uh, it's not perfect because nothing in life is perfect I sort of feel like it's it's almost uh, got 
a couple of different bits of games competing within it. If I just want to like go for a nice little walk on a planet, I don't really want uh, angry sentinels shooting at me. Or if I just want a little nice fly through the sky, just have a look at some planets in the distance, uh, then having pirate ships come and attack me um, isn't very relaxing. Whereas if I wanted to have like a shooty shooty pew pew through sky, then that's exactly what I want and I'd want that every single time, not just some of the time. Um, so yeah, that's a bit, sometimes that doesn't quite get, um, it doesn't fit my mood right. I go to the game for a certain thing and it gives me something else. Uh, the other thing is the inventory management is painful sometimes there's just so much of it to do and there are so few slots and i know that means that you have to be smart about it but sometimes i don't really want to have to go backwards and forwards between my ship and um a selly hubby thing um to sell off stuff and buy other stuff so that i can make things uh that sometimes gets a bit boring but those are minor things and on the whole i just think it's really wonderful and exciting and i've had so many moments of meeting uh, new alien creatures and my standing with them increasing and finding out new uh, language things and going oh my goodness there's um there's an abandoned building over there let's go over to that um really exciting um and yeah there's been a few moments where i've caught my breath a bit uh, uh, um, things that have happened uh, interactions that we've had with different aliens and beautiful 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 scenery that we've seen so yeah I it's not it's not perfect but then I don't think anything is perfect really <laughs> um, I think it's really really brilliant though and I think that it like it gives you so much and it has so many different aspects to it and you can enjoy what you want um, in it so yeah I don't That's... understand why everyone's grumpy all you the see, time about it well it's because it's a lot of people are playing the game who I think shouldn't be playing the game yeah um, and want it to be something else they want it probably to be the shooty thing yeah if there was a No Man's Sky that was in pacifist mode yeah where you just got oh. to wander across the universe yeah. and there was no shooting I would have played it by now and I'm almost certain from the way people have described the game that I would absolutely love it yeah it sounds it sounds phenomenal but I can't play it because there's shooting in it and I kind of don't want to play it because of this, the shooting yeah. as well that's a it, it is a frustrating thing when you're just having a nice little fly through space and then ugh suddenly someone's shooting at you and I, and I don't want to get into that and I've been playing it with Matt and he occasionally goes shall I shoot that ship and I'm like no we don't like it when ships shoot us and so stop trying to shoot other ships <laughs> um, I just yeah I just want to have a nice relaxing time because it is so beautiful and, and it's just so relaxing uh, but yeah stop being mean about it 7 out of 10 Simon I've been playing Warlock of Fire Top Mountain yes cool exactly <laughs> what's that on uh, playing it on Steam, actually. So, yeah. Warlock of Firetop Mountain was a was the first uh, fighting fantasy game book written by Ian Livingston and Steve Jackson. Oh. It's a book that was very important to me as a child. The first uh, choose-your-own-adventure game that I had played. The first in a series of excellent books. Um, it's made by Tin Man, who have done um, a fair few... Um, game books uh, on mobile previously uh, it's a format which has translated reasonably well in my eyes but hasn't brought anything too new to it uh, Warlock of Firetop Mountain is their most ambitious yet they've taken the source material and added to it um, and the way it plays is the way that it would play in your if they were doing a, 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 a tip if they were playing Warlock of Firetop Mountain in Stranger Things at the start of it when they're chatting about D&D they would illustrate what was going on in the kids' minds with exactly what's going on with War War Warlock of Firetop Mountain on the PC. Uh, it's an isometric view um, and the, the characters move um, to each area. You get the choices like you did in the book. They've expanded on some of the content. They've got a new uh, fighting system in which, uh, which makes it a little more elaborate than just rolling dice. Um, and it's wonderful. It's everything I imagined the book would have been before I knew that computer games would become so sophisticated. Um, <laughs> it's good. Uh, yes, I'm playing on Steam. I think it's going to work wonderfully on iPad or Android when uh, if they do bring it to those. Um, I think it's a bit pricey for that at the moment. I don't think you get away with charging 15 quid on uh, iOS or Android unless you're Square Enix doing a Final Fantasy game. came out years ago and you don't know how to price, price mobile. Um, but it's brilliant. Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's got replayability value. Uh, other characters come into play. That sort of stuff. Um, I've not got through it yet, but I'm certainly going to. Seven out of 10. 
I've been playing M++, which is still the best game in the universe. There is no platform game better than that game. You should be playing it. You have no excuse. It's out now on PC. I think it's coming to Mac and Linux. 7 out of 10. Hannah. I did an escape room. Can I tell you about that? Yes. Yeah. It's called Secret Studio. It's in town by the British Museum. I did it with my luminaries from my work and M Short, an actual luminary from the world. And it was a murder mystery set in a film studio. It takes an hour. It is way more fun than anything else that you could spend that much money to do in an hour with your pals, like bowling or going to the cinema. It is really, really good fun. Um, and I'm a big fan of them overall, so... Mm. 7 out of 10. Did you get out? I mean, obviously you got out, but did you get out? We got out in time. Okay. Yeah, and the end is very exciting and dramatic. Great. Um, yeah, very good. Good. Uh, thank you very much for that. Something strange going on with the music there. Yeah, almost when you started talking about murder mysteries. Mysteries. Interesting, isn't it? Hannah, thank you so much for coming Cheers. on the show. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, good luck with it. Thanks. I'll let you know how it goes. Do <laughs> Uh, how's that? How, did you, how do you think that went then? Was it bad feared? I think it went quite well. I'm, I'm looking well, forward to the we? dip next week. Oh, this happens, doesn't it? And look outside. We have to go home. Uh, it's dark. Uh, we've got um, James Parker and Tony Galland on next week. Double headers. J Parker. J Gals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they're coming on to talk about uh, binaries, which came out on mm. PlayStation last week, mm, I believe. Exciting. Along with every <laughs> other game in the world. That's fantastic. It's a very busy week last week. Super cool. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Remember to write us letters. But until then, we will see you. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>